Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he's been super busy getting whale tattoos and packing for a bike trip. He's Brandon from the internet, and he does this for free. I wish I was getting bike tattoos and packing for a whale trip. Yeah, or packing a whale for your bike tattoo trip. (laughs) That That sounds great. I wish I was riding my bike on a whale trip. Mm. Neither of us is, uh, well, a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Unless I could be a whale riding, bike tattoo having supervillain. Then oh I'm my god! Close. Which which sea animal would be a villain's like surfboard of choice? I mean, a great white, probably. Yeah, I mean, no, it'd have to be it'd have to be like that. Um, uh, is it like that lanternfish or? Uh, something like much more menacing looking. Always a bigger fish. Yeah, it have to be, maybe a supervillain would ride Liam Neeson through the sea, <laughs> or Jar Jar Binks. There we yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not any of those things. But if you are, let us know what we get wrong, and preferably what we get right from time to time. If you could tell a friend or write a review, if you're listening to this on demand, thank you. Or just holler at us with your answer to this episode's question of the week. This episode's oh yeah. Question of the week. I wish I could do that, like, just naturally. Um, What is the worst animal to have become a zombie? And, alternatively, what would be the best animal to (laughs) become, or the least worst? Because I feel like if any of these animals are being raised from the dead, uh, any animals are being raised from the dead, we're talking about some problems. But, like, what's the least worst animal to be a zombie? I think we should jump right in this week. I don't even yeah. think we should tease it out. I'm just very excited about this whole thing. You <laughs> sent me the story last week, and it got me very creeped out and very pumped up for the future where we're eaten by zombie animals. Well, I thought it was just interesting because we had just got done last week talking about how scientists are using spiders' dead bodies to, mm. I don't know, watch the video, pick up sugar cubes or something like that. Um, but then, like, of course, the first thing that I see, because they're always listening, uh, is uh, something about these zombie pigs uh, or pigs' tissue. I don't exactly know what's going on, but it, it looked terrifying on first read. 
Sometimes it feels like science is trying too hard to make fiction into reality, I would say. A team of Yale scientists had a bunch of pigs dead for an hour on a lab table. They pumped a cocktail of potions into the lifeless bodies of the dead cells began to live again. OrganX is the name of this product they've created. A heart began to beat again. And while there was no consciousness, the squishy life-processing organs were once again functioning. And if you wanted a zombie apocalypse, I feel like this is a big first step for mankind. Or <laughs> zombie kind, or what, undead kind. Uh, yeah, first of all, zombies are genderless. Thank you very much. It's 2022. Um but yeah, I feel like this is exactly like the or like there's so many things that we can look at nowadays where like, yep, that's the origin that's the origin story for our demise. Like that's the it starts with zombie pigs and it's and then it ends with us <laughs> reviving grandpa. I think the things that are even scarier are like the permafrost in the Antarctic is or not Antarctic, but but in Siberia is unfreezing and there's viruses that are coming back to life right, that right. the dinosaurs had to fight off or whatever, and I'm like, hmm, that's Anyway, um, so they revived all the parts except the one thing that zombies always need, is what I'm reading here, brains. Uh, Mr. Mitches on Reddit says, I used to think that those who believe a zombie uprising was possible were idiots. I apologize to all of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so basically... Um I mean, I mean, think in a very morbid way, right? Yes. You think about people or any sort of creature that might go brain dead or, yeah. you know, keep, I mean, we, as a, as a species, we have the medical ability these days to keep bodies or to keep tissue yeah. alive unnaturally for a really long time. Sure. Right. Um, like much longer than the body itself would naturally have taken off like life saving devices and things like that. So but what we're saying is they've let the tissue die. Yeah. Uh, and then they've reinvigorated it, re brought life back into it. But it hasn't given these zombie pigs consciousness. It, have, it hasn't given them, them uh, brain activity or anything like that. But it's, it still seems like a pretty maybe that's why they got to run around looking for brains because it's like hey my brain don't work but uh the rest of my body does and i'm gonna go get a working brain and i hunger for <laughs> for consciousness <laughs> a whole black market of like zombies finding these doctors who are willing to take other brains and put them back into the zombie now what's the creepiest sports team or the greediest sports team that we would be willing to have organ x as their shirt sponsor like in the mls <laughs> like la galaxy now wearing organ x <laughs> well you just have to that's find how the... you fill the stands <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you you just have to find the team that um like whoever has the like uh so who just uh, diego maradona died uh within the yeah. last couple of years right like so it's for sure going to be boca juniors gonna be like well we need a new center forward <laughs> Now, here's my question for you. If zombies, excuse me, if zombie humans eat other humans, then what do zombie pigs eat? Bacon. Bingo. This is exactly <laughs> where my brain went. I yeah, was like, yeah. brain bacon sounds, well, so like something that my uh, friends that eat other, uh, the rest of the animal would also eat, yeah. but uh, not for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, if... Uh maybe it sounds less weird right when you think about the fact that um, i mean obviously cannibalism is bad let me just caveat it with that um however however when you, th when you think about the fact that like 
we're when we eat other animals we're eating just and look I, I eat meat i'm not a vegetarian but there are things like this this thought that will cross my mind if i'm currently like in the middle of a bite of bacon being like hmm, i wonder what part of the muscle this thing was on the thing that i'm eating <laughs> i wonder Dude. how he used this when he was alive sorry genderless because he's a zombie i wonder how they used this when they were alive your three-legged dog is like yeah you'll eat it up bro <laughs> yeah to be fair, Brandon really does have a three-legged dog. So I do. I really do. She's the best. Anyway, um, I'm curious to know. I don't know enough about zombies because I'm like the person, Mr. Mitches, who said I used to think that those who believe a zombie uprising was possible were idiots. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm that person. And so I'm curious, like, what is the limitations of what a zombie can eat? Like, do they have to stay sustained or is it temporary? Is it because is it See, magic? Like, what, yeah, what's going yeah. on? I think, look, uh, as much like, as does like, a zombie ever go rolling through Taco Bell's drive through <laughs> to be like, number look, four, I'm off duty. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I wonder, like, uh, so, so, like, uh, what's oh, his there's name? Zach. He's working the drive through again. <laughs> ah, what do you want? Um, just like uh, Mr. Mitch's, I, I still think that a zombie <laughs> up, uprising is impossible because, yes, while we might be able to invigorate tissue, and who knows, maybe at some point we will even be able to give uh, the power of like thought and, and consciousness back to these creatures. Yeah. Um, th- there is a part of me that's like, I can, har- I, if I like pull a muscle in my quad, I can hardly walk. This zombies who have their bodies who have deteriorated don't even have a quadricep so like how are they going to like chase after me won't this bring it back though i don't know i mean it's not regen at least as far as i've read it's not regenerating the tissue it's not regenerating the muscle uh and making it function again if if i know anything having followed my favorite sports uh soccer team it takes a long time to recover from a hamstring injury (laughs) so and they seem to be infectious somehow too that's the weird part (laughs) i can get pretty far in about four to six weeks away from these uh risen zombies (laughs) Okay, so that brings us back to the question of the week. What's the worst animal to have become a zombie? Some, some sort of big cat, probably, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I would imagine um, I would, it would have to be like, no, actually, you know what I think it would be? It would, be, it would have to be like a, uh, a, a non-threatening dog or something like that. It'd be like a pug. Everybody would be like, <laughs> oh, oh, look, it. it's just, I mean, it's a pug zombie. Like, we don't have to worry about it. Have you Have you ever heard this thought experiment of like... <laughs> You get not whether or not a, a zombie pug. If you would pet a zombie pug, that is not the zombie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that is not the thought experiment. No, the you thought water ex- one. Weigh in. The, the thought experiment is: uh, you get a billion dollars. However, I'm in. There, is, there is a conscious and uh, deadly snail that is always working its way toward you, no matter where you are in the world. It knows exactly where you are, and it is going to be working its way in that direction. You don't know where you're starting with this snail. You don't know where the snail is starting, but you get yeah. the billion dollars, right? So obviously, you're like, okay, uh, I'd take that, and I would use that billion dollars to like build a fortress or build like whatever or like get away from something and uh in in hopes that you're able to mitigate this thing from making its way toward you now now imagine instead of it's a snail uh, there's two problems with this one is that um it's not a snail it's a pug it's a zombie pug and two uh humans are stupid and we also love animals so so much and like i will absolutely count myself in this category so the the most the worst animal to become a zombie would be some cute non-threatening dog because people are gonna be like oh i'm just gonna come pet this thing and that's how an infection spreads the bite little 
crappy dog bites you and then all of a sudden zombie apocalypse i i'm i still think a cheetah would be bad though yeah okay (laughs) oh kangaroo bro I don't I don't know why but like yeah cheetahs fast can chase you down will attack you sure yeah kangaroos just like or llamas like just just dicks to begin with right <laughs> like, like a they, z- zombie ostrich yeah yeah <laughs> pecks your face and you're like ah <laughs> there's nothing good that came of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah okay well then you've kind of highlighted what the I guess a snail would be the best then cuz it would be pretty easy to stay away from you want something real slow and I feel like tie a little bell to it so you know it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Zombie, I don't know, like a zombie uh, blue whale, Uh, because it's like I already don't like. How often are we seeing or pick something endangered? Maybe, Um, but like a zombie blue whale. Okay, if I stay out of the deep ocean, I'm fine. It can also inhabit your tattoos, though, so watch out. <laughs> That's a humpback whale. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, well, I'd love to hear from you as well, at HeyGregor, at BrandonMG, to chime in on this uh, this week's question of the week. So Amazon's buying up the company that makes your Roomba. They're called iRobot. It'll uh, only set them back about $2 billion in BD. <laughs> now, what better way for them to get into your house and start mapping out all of your space to then better fill it with junk and suggest things for you? Like, hmm, are you short on furniture? How did you know that? I say you slap an Alexa onto there and you get yourself a low-rent Johnny Five from Short Circuit. <laughs> if you get struck by lightning, though, you might have a self-aware robot in your house mapping out your life. So <laughs> This job certainly does suck. <laughs> no disassemble. It's like, dude, I have to put you on the charger, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> in uh, Short Circuit 2, he figures out how to overcome that, right? Does yeah, he figure out yeah. how to, like... To be powered all the time, he's yeah, like solar so. powered or something. I can't. Yeah, uh, for for once, you've referenced a movie that I haven't seen. Um, <laughs> wow! I, I don't want. I've heard it's not good. I don't want to ruin my entire idea of the first. Sure, it's like one or two. Uh, you haven't seen two. The second. Oh one no, yeah. no, no! Two is not worth watching. Okay. It is okay. not good. That is a bad so, movie. Look, there's all sorts of reasons. But wait, um, to be clear, you've seen one. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's like one okay. of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, uh, there's all sorts of reasons that uh, all of your, you know, your vice journalists and New Yorker uh, thought leaders will write <laughs> about why this is a bad idea, right? To have these uh, Roombas that are owned by Amazon connected to the Amazon, you know, network roaming through your house. Remember when they were like, hey, just tell us, just let, like, let us into your house. We'll drop your packages off so they don't get stolen. I'm like, no, yeah. bro. Like no. Well, yeah, I'm gonna pass actually. Yeah. Uh, well, what if you let this tiny little ro- robot that like circles its way around and can't get like get stuck on rugs and stuff? And of course, Amazon's gonna come out and fix it and make like four wheeler Roombas that are able to like <laughs> just truck over everything in your house. Teach it how to open the door for deliveries. Perfect. <laughs> or even better yet, like the mouse droids in Star Wars just have a little slot in the bottom of your door. And so it goes out and it grabs the package for you and brings it in, and the slot can adjust to the size that you need to bring it in. Perfect. So, okay, well, here's the thing. Yeah. This got me thinking about Star Wars because in in, 
in our world as it is where Amazon is buying this company to create these or to continue to make these droids and they're connected to their network because that's what they are at the end of the day like the equivalent of droids from the uh, from the Star Wars you know galaxy and um, you have to think that like somewhere somehow like you know a long not quite as long of a time ago in a galaxy far away this is how like uh, R2-D2s and like Astrodroids and mech droids and things like that got their start. It was just like some company in the galaxy was like, hmm, I wonder if we can like gather the data and help people out around their house by selling them this robot. And like R2-D2 what used to be a narc and would walk around and say, you need a new armchair in that corner and you're out of toilet paper. And, <laughs> and God, I wish, like, I wish I could hit him up to be like, R2, how are we out on flour? Because right now we have three of the same package of Red Mill flour because we just can't remember. And we have a demanding child that has to have pancakes constantly. Yeah. So, <laughs> unrelated, have you seen these um, refrigerators that you uh, knock on the door twice and it yeah. opens up the refrigerator so you can see through the door? It's like, how lazy do you have to be to just like, I don't have milk. Hmm, I can't be bothered to open the thing to see if I have milk or not before I go to the store. I'm always afraid that when if you knock on that, there's going to be like a like a little alien or like a dog or something there that, that's like pooping, and it's like it's one of those windows that you know at the at the fancy nightclubs where the yeah. where the it fogs up when you're in there, but then you knock and it goes away. They're like oh, privacy, please. <laughs> you knock on the door and a little slot opens, and it's just this like tiny little cookie monster. It's like. What do you want? <laughs> What's the password? <laughs> you on the list? Uh, cookies? Yeah, come on in. <laughs> okay, no, well, I, anyway, I feel like like this is uh, Amazon acquiring iRobot, um, which, by the way, iRobot the movie should tell us how this is going to go. <laughs> um, Amazon acquiring this movie. Will Smith's like, going to be fine? <laughs> yeah. So that's how this is going to go? <laughs> exactly. No, I think that their next move is to buy uh, something like Boston Dynamics, where um, they just pair it. Absolutely. And they're, and they're just going to be like, oh, don't worry. It's just a humanoid uh, droid walking Helper. around vacuuming your floor. And then the next thing you know, it's going to be like, okay, it's going to take you to work today. And then it's going to you Lock go you to back work in your or cage. else. Yeah. <laughs> Hop in the juicer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what I what I worry about is this, these are all silly things, and obviously people who are smarter than us that program for a living and have ideas, um, they can handle this. But like I worry about the when the robots start weighing things out, and they're like, "Well, I'm supposed to help you keep your house clean, but you're the number one reason the house is dirty. So let's just break your arms, like the chess playing robot last week. We'll just break your arms so you can't make a mess anymore, and then the house is clean." And you're happy because I've done my job. And now there's like, blood everywhere, and you're the main source of blood, so... <laughs> Heart stops, Organ yeah. X goes in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> start eating pig brains, yeah. <laughs> all comes together. Yeah. Now, you compare this to the Star Wars world, and I'm not sure which part of Star Wars you'd most like to see become a part of real life. Perhaps uh, it's droids everywhere. I think it'd be me knowing karate, but also being able to do it without... Uh, I, pants. I know, that's a, yeah, yeah, without pants on, wearing a robe. Yeah. <laughs> I, to be fair, they are wearing pants under those robes. But can you imagine? <laughs> so I was going to say the lightsabers, but okay, the kilted karate. That's fine. <laughs> robed, okay, first of all, it's robed karate. <laughs> but my bad, my mistake, the dude. <laughs> So the lightsabers, the spaceships, the force would obviously be cool. Like if you didn't even want to have to get up to knock on the refrigerator door, if you could just force knock from across the way to be like, we got milk. 
<laughs> you just ask the ether, do we have milk? <laughs> the the ghost of Yoda milk is you like have. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, that's not what I was getting at, actually. Those are all much sexier and that sounds nice and all, but a more practical aspect is within reach. A team of scientists have made micro surgery bots to travel in space with future astronauts who are, you know, like months away from medical help when something goes wrong. Now, if there's one thing we can't yet escape, and maybe we will soon, thanks to Bezos' research, it's our own mortality, or just how squishy and frail our bodies are, specifically in a giant freezing vacuum. So imagine getting to like space and having your appendix burst, and then you just die in zero gravity, and your like fellow travelers have to kick your rotting body out of the habitat and like strap <laughs> you to the bumper and like drag you around the solar system for a while. But a micro robot can help. Just play- married. <laughs> 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 just exploded <laughs> so we get married so it serves a purpose let's make this festive so a micro robot though could potentially hop in and be remotely controlled to perform a surgery on you or say that you're like uh you're getting a lightsaber fight with your dad and like a giant jerk he cuts your arm off instead of just being superior at fighting and holding you back um, then the robot could step in and potentially help, even though it is a nice solder from the um, from the lightsaber. I think that you don't bleed out, which is nice, potentially. Um, even if you sent a surgeon, like, what if the surgeon is the one who was dying also? Like, what if it was, and then needed you to perform surgery? Sure, you could do it, but like with a robot that was programmed to handle the tasks and someone to authorize it from afar, it that could be a positive, I think. For as much as afraid of robots as I am, I think that's a positive. Yeah, until we realize like the latency uh, as you're on your Zoom call in space with the doctor back on Earth is like, he's bleeding out. <laughs> he's bleeding out. Okay, what do we do? And then and then by that time, it's a goner. You're done. It's like, uh, space mission one, could you repeat? <laughs> uh, hey, I think I actually think you're on mute. Uh, no, yeah, no. So the mute, no, the mute button's up. It's so, so it's, yeah, it's on the top. Uh, so yeah, the mute. You're gonna want to hit the mute button. I on top. can't hear you. You're yeah. muted. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy-one minutes later, the person's the the whole cabin is just full cool. of blood bubble, bu- <laughs> blood bubbles. Uh, cool. Can you um? Yeah, I actually can't see what yours. Can you share? Your, could you share your screen? No, no. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Did I just say bud blubbles because that's blood, more fun? Bud blubbles. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, uh, it's like how far are we from a back to tank, right? Like that's that's the <sighs> ultimate goal, right? Is uh, being able to just be like, you know, I don't know. Do back to? I feel like back to tanks make a lot of sense to for certain injuries, you know, like um, didn't think, work for Darth Vader. Well, that's if you have if you have um, some sort of open wound or a gun, like who knows? All of these different things. I read about this thing called the Silver Glow, which was this um, this thing that happened during. I think it was the Civil War, maybe the Revolutionary War, where basically this entire unit of uh, militants had been mowed down, and they were all uh, they were all out, you know, a bunch of them dead, a bunch of them injured, whatever, laying out in the woods. What happened was this phenomenon where um, wherever they were, it had gotten just cold enough, just to the right temperature, and all of these guys were laying out in the mud, where it created the perfect breeding environment for a specific type of bacteria that actually got into the wounds and actually helped them start healing 
faster and kept these people who had been left for dead out in these woods alive for longer. And so that's to like suffer. Just <laughs> uh, yeah, to suffer out in the woods where then they got hungry and starved to death. I don't I don't know, but it's a really interesting phenomenon where I'm like, okay, so it seems like a back to tank or something like that would be really good for like puncture wounds and scrapes and certain types of injuries, but it's like, yeah, put you in a big vat of bacteria with a broken arm doesn't feel like it's going to do much to reset those bones. <laughs> But I, and I don't know what Bacta's capable of doing. Like, it fixes Luke Skywalker's scrapes I mean, from the Wampa. I mean, nothing, because it's uh, a fictional thing, so. How dare but, you? But in, in the lore, yeah, like, what, what does it actually do? Because, like, he, watch it. He's watch willing it. to fight me over whether they were wearing kilts or robes or <laughs> pants, but when it comes to hypothesizing about a Bacta tank, too far. <laughs> <laughs> this is a minutia I, only podcast please <laughs> now can you wear a kilt in the back of the tank is the question no the, <laughs> i i think um uh just like yeah okay so sending these robots to space to help fix i don't know people uh astronauts and whatever to help them out uh great but it does feel like uh it yeah, like i don't know those robots always looked super scary they couldn't save padme uh what are they supposed to do for a broken heart <laughs> what a stupid ending to a movie <laughs> all right well let's um like these this hasn't been the most negative podcast actually i think there's been some real positive stuff yeah. well, let's take the positivity just a note further let's end on a positive as always you ever look up and think about how a huge chunk of rock shot inward likely by the gravity of jupiter could just smash into earth and end all mammal life on the planet like uh, the dinosaurs did 66 million years ago um, well, I didn't used to think about this stuff uh, until because I thought we had this awesome asteroid belt that kept us um, safe. And then you told me that that's not the case at all. So, uh, yeah, actually, lately, I've thought about it quite a bit. Someone said to me, like, oh, like the movie Don't Look Up. And I was like, no idea. And then they were like, Armageddon? Also, no. <laughs> it was you that said Armageddon, actually, just 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Now, so sorry if I ruined your peace there, Brandon, I um, and your tranquility of thinking that you were safe because of the asteroid belt for whatever reason. It's not Apparently like it's keeping it's Jupiter. the- Jupiter. I don't know. It's, the asteroid belt is not keeping the pants of the inner planets up. It's like, <laughs> in this case. <laughs> um, I guess NASA has this program called DART, which I closed the window, so I can't even tell you what that is. Brandon's going to get that, but- Dart is about smashing stuff into stuff, which is one of our favorite things to talk about. Punching guys through guys. Smashing Ugh. things into things. Yeah. Uh, Dart is uh, the double asteroid redirection test. So the, the idea here is that they want to smash something into an oncoming asteroid before it smashes into us. Which is, to me, the old bumper cars method I see. Just less kid whiplash involved. Because that's really, you know, a kid's like, ah, there's nothing better slash sadder than seeing a kid that's really making a break to smash into somebody and they don't see the other person coming in at a on the other angle on the z tangent there or whatever and yeah just really getting smashed up and you're like how did they let us do this yeah like this is horribly dangerous do bumper cars still exist i'm guessing uh i i feel like probably uh there's a lot of things that still exist that probably shouldn't so <laughs> yes i'm just gonna go ahead with yes <laughs> okay yeah Anyway, it's uh, that feels like what's going on here in the in the whole world is just to or in the whole world of asteroid deflection is to just ramp something at it really fast. There were some studies done that suggested that instead of just making a big like a meteor hole, what do they call it, a crater, 
but it would instead have more of a pulverizing effect to be able to break an otherwise really troubling super-sized asteroid into something smaller that would only maybe be like a Chinese rocket body falling back to Earth and not like a dinosaur-killing more megatons of TNT than we had ever experienced in all of our explosions altogether type scenario. Yeah, I, uh, the, you know, the actual quote from the article said that we find that for the current energy of the impact that we can make, the catastrophic disruption of the target is not possible. So it sounds like the they are building the basis for a defense system against asteroids that might work down the road. Uh, but this does nothing for my piece at the moment. But they also did say... Uh, they've shown that the impact of the dark spacecraft on its target might render the asteroid almost unrecognizable rather than just leaving behind a re- uh, relatively tiny crater. So as long as we can kind of screw that thing up a little bit before it destroys our entire civilization, yeah, we, we showed them. Have it to be doing the exact same thing to us, like the aliens that came by a million years ago, they're like, well, there's Earth. They come <laughs> yeah. back by, you know, in another hundred thousand years, and they're like, yeah, that's Earth, but it looks a little different. A little, a little different, yeah. What are all those stains all over it? Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> Is that a pig zombie? <laughs> um uh, now i've just got like this idea of a, of a pig zombie walking around going bacon <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so weird you're like i'd hate to work at a grocery store that day <laughs> yeah um, well maybe not maybe you could like protect yourself by having distractions like throwing treats to the side so i have a thought yeah um we talk a lot about uh doing things now that seem short-sighted but they fix a problem in the like in the immediate so like one example was like building a big umbrella like yeah. a big bubble umbrella between the space and the air between the earth and the sun that would hopefully reduce the amount of uv rays that uh we were dealing with on the on the planet isn't that, sad? Than- isn't that sad that like that's the best we can do is have the humans instead of helping humans change we're just going to go right. ahead and band-aid this sucker yeah. Well, humans know humans well enough to know that that's going to be a lot harder to try to like reduce corporate greed and, and emissions and things like that. You think it's now, more satisfying to be a NASA level scientist or like uh, like pig farming moron? Not that all pig farmers are morons, but I'm just saying like, which do you think is more satisfying? I, I, I think sometimes when I uh, like my your best moments are probably when you're on vacation and you don't have to think about anything that's going on in the world. I feel like it's probably a lot like that to be a pig moron, uh, a pig farming, a pig. <laughs> no, pig moron. No, that's what we're calling it. Pig moron for sure. <laughs> OK, uh, so I say satisfying or like more peace. I'd feel more peace if I was doing that. No, but my question is, um, so instead of thinking about destroying these asteroids as they work their way towards earth or, or at least making them somewhat unrecognizable before they destroy us. Um, I've, I've read, I saw this thing that was like, what if we covered the entire Sahara desert in solar panels? Right. Well, okay. How about yeah. this? Instead of covering, like you should watch the video. I'll send it to you or something like that. It's, it's interesting. Uh, I remember it takes more energy, I think to create the solar panels and all of that than we currently have in existence so uh unlikely to happen for those of you who might be hopeful uh, in that in that theory um now my question is uh we've heard about the goldilocks zone right which is what people say is like this this area between the sun and um what is it 
yeah, it's where liquid water can exist and sure. where it's where, the distance from the sun that like yeah. it's possible for the earth to, to have habitat. It's not too hot, life. it's not too cold, right. and so you could have habitable life for our type of organisms is the Goldilocks yeah. zone. So the idea is, or like I guess the misconception is, is that this Goldilocks zone uh, where Earth is able to be is actually pretty big. Like the Earth, there it's it's many, many, many like thousands of miles in which the Earth can exist. Hundreds uh, of thousands, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so with that being said, what if instead we covered the Sahara Desert in rockets and? When we saw if we had a projected uh, path for this asteroid, we'd be like, all right, well, we're just going to move a few miles that way and not have to deal with this. Well, I've got to tell you that it is exactly what you promised, which is a a short-sighted solution, I think. <laughs> I think the entire eco- all of the ecosystems on Earth would be irreparably shaped differently. Yeah. Uh, this this concept is put to really good use in the Project Hail Mary by the guy who wrote The Martian. He um, kind of writes out how that would go. What's the what's the result? Like, what's his? Um... Well, I won't tell you what it is because it spoils it. But the whole idea is that they we have to we have to leave Earth to go do something, and in order to power the thing that we need, you have to build a you know whatever it is like a thousand square mile solar site in order to collect all the power needed to get a ship off of the planet to do what it needs to do or something mm-hmm. to that effect. Yeah, and that's how you end up with. Uh slave labor at a world cup stadium <laughs> is yeah, you mean, have to build so many things so big so quickly uh that all of the like things that you care about on earth like uh ecosystems and human life <laughs> stop mattering i always think it's funny that there's just like the sahara desert is that's nothing right we could just do whatever but i mean it's its own ecosystem too there will be whatever there's, this is a situation where there's no solution so we got to do something and everyone collectively has to be involved in order for it to work, um, as opposed to now where you have to be like, hey, did you know that everything is heating up? And people are like, science is fake. And you're like, all right, let's go. So. <laughs> but, but what if we just built rockets, uh, <laughs> just, really, really big rockets? It's like, no, this is, okay, we got to get in the rockets warming. to be safe and then just shoot people off the earth. <laughs> just like, <Yeah>. bye. <laughs> Global warming doesn't matter anymore. But what we did was we just, in one fell swoop while trying to move earth away from this path, just blasted a hole into the, into the ozone. <laughs> just let some cold, some cold air from space in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like rolling down the window on earth. <laughs> Hey, now how do we roll it up? We didn't think that far ahead. Uh, space bubble? <laughs> cool. I'm going blood back bubble. to... <laughs> zombie, blood, blood, zombie blood bubbles. <laughs> blood bubbles? <laughs> that was the day that the earth became... The, the, the color of the earth became more purple and less blue. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast wow well we really did it brandon we really took this thing to weird different directions as usual and that brings us right back around for a summation what did you learn this week after all this is a very heady show brandon what did you learn this week huh um what did I learn? I learned that a zombie whale uh, actually doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> just don't pet it. Yeah, just don't pet it. Uh, what do you, I would do? I would love to pet a whale. It's like I, I follow a bunch of Instagram accounts where they do whale stuff, and I would just absolutely love to pet a whale. Would you be willing to become a zombie to pet a whale? You have to come back to me on that, uh, Gregor. <laughs> what did you learn this week? <laughs> I learned that. If you want to spread a zombie, if you want to start a zombie apocalypse, make sure to infect something super cute that people will be either literally dying to save or to pet. Like one of the two. Like, oh, look at that pug. Is it? Is it a zombie or is it really just that genetically screwed up? <laughs> they kind of already sound like they could be a zombie. <laughs> Brandon, what did you learn this week? Um, okay, actually, I have an answer. Uh, if I could be a zombie scuba diver, that sounds pretty sweet. Like, and that, that raises a question of, like, if a zombie, um, like, okay, a zombie is already an undead, right? Yeah. Like, it was dead, it came back to life. Uh-huh. Does a zombie need to be able to, like, breathe oxygen? Because, like, if you could just be a zombie scuba diver but not need any of the gear and just throw on some flippers and, like, dive deep and pet some whales, like, hey, that sounds pretty nice. And I feel like no fish would come over to eat you. They'd be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it well, smells that? pretty bad. 
<laughs> no, no, because isn't that like isn't that like one of the things that they'll do at a, a pedicure place? Is like when you put your feet in the water, all those little fishies will like come and swim all the dead skin off your feet, right? So maybe maybe that's how we get rid of the zombies. We just dump them in the ocean and become fish food. <laughs> that would be the best zombie movie ever. Just start at the point where everything's just kind of out of control, and then just like have somebody just bulldozing zombies into the ocean, and it's like, well, <laughs> you guys are done. <laughs> I learned that R2-D2 started as a Roomba. Oh, beep-bop-boo. <laughs> nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Join us next Tuesday and every Tuesday. No, not next Tuesday. I'm off next Tuesday. We'll probably run a rerun. But uh, join us Tuesdays at 10 a.m. for the live Nerd Talk Plus. You can also catch us doing another podcast about soccer occasionally. That's the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast. All these available on the Odyssey app or where you get podcasts of your choice. And yes, you can get this episode we just did, if you tuned in in the middle or whatever, you can get it in full playback probably tomorrow. I try to post it the next day always for you to be able to check out uh, Nerd Talk Plus in both live or podcast form. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks, Brandon. Bacon. <laughs> Whale bacon. Uh, ooh. <laughs> no. Nice. No, a, no, no. That's a bud blubber. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.